Good evening, everyone. It's Deborah and Jackie. We're back in the studio and we're going to continue our biblical discussion. Yes. And today's subject is an interesting one, Deb. It's going to be modesty and decency. Love it. And what we're going to highlight is how this is applicable in key institutional areas, specifically the church. Yes. Then we're going to move on to the courts. Yes. We're going to move on to the educational system. Yes. And then we're going to talk about workplace. All right. And society in general. You know, so we're going to have a discussion that really centers on the fact that uh, how you present yourself, what is that saying about your value system? And um, as we look at the biblical dimension, we're going to see what the Bible has to say about uh, these two issues. Mm -hmm. So let's start with two interesting scriptures. The first one is, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. who is in you? Whom you have received from God. Now this is 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. Mm -hmm. You are not your own. You were bought at a cost. Therefore, honor God with your body. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's making a statement that definitely needs a lot more elaboration. And the second is Romans 12, 1 to 2, which mm -hmm. says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Mm -hmm. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mm -hmm. And I think also First Peter has a very interesting one as well. Okay, um, do, you want to, do you want to elaborate on that let, one? Let me see here. I think First Peter, I love this one, what Paul was trying to say here. Um, oh yes, your beauty should not. Yes, yeah. for for First Peter three, verse two. Yeah, and it says here by observing your pure and reverent lives, don't be concerned about the outward beauty or fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle, quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. This is how the holy woman of all made themselves beautiful. They trusted God and accepted the authority of their husbands. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Now, that is not really meant to be uh, a chauvinistic comment no. in the end. No. That is really meant to say that someone who's close to you, and especially someone that you're married to, sees the depths of your beauty. Mm -hmm. And that is a unique kind of beauty. And it's a beauty that comes from strength and it comes from dignity. Yes. So only someone really close to you can see that particular value that you carry as an individual. But to start with the church, Deb, let's see, how are people showing up in church these days? First of all, less and less people are going to church, right. which is a sad thing. But those of us who do uh, attend church are noticing that people are arriving in church with really torn and shredded jeans, mm -hmm. you know, they're wearing short, short skirts. Mm -hmm. You know, the men are wearing the tightest looking jeans possible. Mm -hmm. And the women are looking perhaps overly voluptuous with yeah. a little bit too much exposed in the bosom area. Too much cleavage. And, you know, and on and on it goes. A, a little bit too much booty too, yeah. you know, which really draws your attention away, you know, from what you should be there to observe. Like, I mean, in the context of the church... It's usually about an hour to an hour and a half uh, service. Mm -hmm. And most of us should be there, first and foremost, to listen to the message. Yes. The message is substantive. You know, there is something to be learned. And 
on that basis, I think the pastors or the people preaching should also be held accountable because in a lot of cases, they themselves are really, really casual these days. Yes. They're not even wearing a tie or a, a, a jacket and, and a dress pants, you know, uh, when they present information. They're coming in their sandals, their open toes, mm-hmm. you know, their, their jeans, and they're basically not really showing the reverence that should be given. So, I mean, at an institutional level... You're not promoting the, the values, you know, that you should be espousing. Yeah, it's like casual Sunday on any given Sunday, you know. And interestingly, Jackie, in First uh, Timothy chapter 2, verse 9 to 10, it says, And I want women to be modest in their appearance. They should wear decent and appropriate clothing and not to draw attention to themselves by the way they fix their hair or by wearing gold or pearls or expensive clothes for women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attractive by the good things they do. Now it is not unscriptural for a woman to want to be attractive today. No, it's However, not. to what degree should women take this advice about fixing their hair or wearing their goals or their lashes or their nails or their tight this or their tight that? Exactly. You know? I think that's the point, Deb, is that these things like a, a nice pearl necklace, there's nothing wrong with it, but 20 necklaces on top of each other is mm-hmm. excessive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's nothing wrong with makeup that is just enhancing and, and giving you a good presentation. But when you clump it on to such an extent, you know, and you've got four layers of lashes, you know, that's not appropriate for mm-hmm. going to a church service. It, it just really isn't, you know, and your heels should not be six inches, you know, when you're going to church, mm-hmm. your nails should not be almost a foot out in front of you that really look like you're having a hard time turning the page, you know, mm-hmm. and all you, all you can do is just gently tap your cell phone with your nails. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Paul was not prohibiting these things. He was simply saying that women should not be drawing attention to them themselves. And first of all, let's examine what is the real meaning of modesty. And I believe modesty is really about the inner character that you have within yourself that people don't see unless they get to know you. But when you present yourself to a person, you want to show something that they can't resist, which is your physicality. And that physicality is really what gets the attention and nobody nobody cares what else is going on in your mind or who you are as an individual on the inside. And once you keep up with that persona of keep impressing people by the expensive clothing or your expensive jewelry or your 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 lot of makeup and your different hairstyles, that's who you're attracting, the physicalness of it. And a man might be intrigued by all that. And then before you know it, he might say, well, you know what? I really like the way she carry herself because that's his standard that you are putting out there for him. Right. Meanwhile, he doesn't know. He doesn't have a clue of who you are. And in a lot of cases, people do hide behind that imagery. Yeah. So that prevents uh, anyone from really getting too close to them. So, I mean, if someone, as you say, you only have maybe that two or three seconds to make that first impression. But if you look so glamorous and so detached from everything around you, and it just looks like it's all about you, you are already laying a foundation of how that person is going to respond to you. Mm -hmm. And that person may hesitate to approach any further, or you may be... uh, lucky enough to find someone who is as superficial as you and then the relationship just stays at that superficial level and even as simple as you go to church and a lot of guys come to church to find a good woman as they say yeah now tell me this if you're a man 
looking for a good woman. What is your standard of a good woman that you're looking for? Is it the physicalness that you see? Is it the beauty that's all on the outside? Because to be honest, to get to know someone is to get into their minds. Their mind is the most attractive thing about them is their self self worth, their self pride, you know, the integrity, the character. It's everything that is internal. Are you interested in getting to know that person on the inside versus what you see on the outside? Excellent point. Yep. You know, and that's the thing. And and when you when you combine modesty with decency, you really are talking about the whole package. You're talking about those few moments when you're just introduced to someone and you know nothing about them uh, on the inside, but then you see the physicality of everything that you want to see. So either you're advertising way too much and that you're leaving absolutely nothing to the imagination or you're closing yourself off completely from people. But you but you only have those few seconds in which to, to give that impression. Yeah, you, you really do. Now, the thing is, who set the standards for the way you look? Do you set your own standard or you are born to societal standards? Because the thing is... As well, what we about get, the institutional standards too, Deb? Yeah. Well, yeah. But as we get older, Jackie, yeah, we have to, we have to, we have to disconnect ourselves from certain things. We can't still wear our junior clothes from when we were a teenager. Now that we're in our thirties, and and hope that it fits. Well, I mean, when it's when Scripture says honor your body, the truth is also if your body is really heavy and out of shape in certain ways we don't want the unflattering parts of the body to be exposed i mean that is not supposed to be seen in in your presentation you don't have your gut hanging out you know you don't wear incredibly low-waisted clothing when your love handles are hanging over the sides you know what i mean you you just there are ways to put yourself together nobody's making a shaming statement about weight but you can carry your weight with class and dignity if you do have extra weight to carry and jackie i'm going to point something out and this is why i love the whole contents of the muslim women i just you know what there's nothing to see but their eyes think about think about you go from dressing to your 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 classy lavish style to just being in a hijab and you, you, you cover from head to toe and just your eyes. Do you really think you will get the attention that you are looking for versus if you go with all your stuff hanging out? Do you think you'll get the same attention? I don't know. I never People really thought about People will pass you it. in the street without even recognizing yeah, they you. they probably would. Well, I know it, it sometimes looks scary to me. You know, like when I see it. it, it you see what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it, it's scary to me. Like, I mean, if, if somebody comes right close to me, it, it's a bit initially intimidating because they are just so, as you say, completely concealed from head to toe. So there is just no exposure. I mean, just to see someone's eyes, you're basing everything on the expression that comes from such a small part of a person's body. So yeah, it's it's a little intimidating to me. Yeah. And you know, I think I guess it's it's just almost the polar opposite of how culturally so many religions put themselves out there instead of, you know, being a little bit more concealed and uh, you know, it, it's all part of traditions, but I mean to to just get back to to what the Bible says, I I don't think that um, you know, we're I'm not Muslim, so I don't know anything about Muslim traditions, so I can't really comment to a certain extent, but I know that that they set this as a basis for what they would definitely call modesty and discretion. But I think modesty and discretion can be still um exercised by people in in the Christian faith Absolutely. by just learning 
you know, that, um, you have to, um, you have to have a set of standards and a set of values that govern how you dress and how you put yourself together. And I think that people have to take their own personal responsibility for how they present themselves. They can't hide behind entertainment or social media standards or things like this, or they can't say, well, you know, I just want to follow my emotions. I just want to be free. I don't want to be accountable. And if I feel like dressing down or I feel like dressing sloppy or unkept, it's my business. It's none of your concern. No, we have to operate by a value system. Mm -hmm. And this is applicable not only in the church, but it's applicable when you go to church. And it's very important for children when they're going to school and they wear uniforms or whatever, or even if they're dressing regularly, I think the school should be putting standards in place that say, look, don't come to school with a skirt that's two inches below your genitals. You yeah. know what I mean? This is not appropriate. Yeah. Young girls should not be dressing this way, that they can't even bend over to pick up a pencil or yeah. turn to the side, you know, to turn a page without their skirt flopping open. You know, mm -hmm. this is, is not good. But then we also have to say about the, the young men. I mean, sometimes I see these guys, I think they're really suffering. I mean, they've got the, the, the pants down way below their butt crack. You know, they have to spend so much damn money on underwear because it's all about the underwear. So yeah. they've got to have the floral patterns. They've got to have the bright red underwear. And it's and these beautiful jeans that they paid so much money for, they're stepping on the jeans, ripping the end and totally shredding them just so they can have their backside exposed, you know, in the name of what they consider trendy but who sets these trends who sets these values that people are espousing you know what i mean that that they want to go anywhere at any time and look what they think is is appropriate you know the general rule for both men and women is to remember that your body is a temple especially if you consider yourself a christian right yeah now i know many christians and non-christian will say they have the right to do whatever they want with their own bodies from dressing however they want to piercings or tattoos or makeup you know and and as you read in first corinthians six nineteen, that's pretty much what what the bible standard is for us to dress appropriately according to the will of god but man has taken a turn according to society and dress according to society, emulating their celebrities or they have no regards for anybody because you know what? I work for my money. I can spend my money how I want. I can dress however I want and they can show up anywhere. But why can't they show up in the court of, in the court of law anyhow? Why, why, why is that prohibited? It's prohibited because they have legislated against, you know, um, well, they've set a standard that you cannot even go into this institution, whether you're defending a case or you're, you're uh, somebody representing, uh, you know, standing up for the crime that you have committed or whatever. You have to present yourself a certain way. And, and it, it is established. And it's so established. should the church. The yeah. church should have that sort of standard set. I agree. And so should place. the schools. Yeah. So should the schools. This, this is the only way that you can espouse the right doctrine and get the value systems ingrained in people at the appropriate age. I think there is such a thing as too much freedom and just being completely, um, without any values in the way that you do things. And it, it, it put, it leads you astray. Yeah. And even workplace have their, have their standards that they set as well. Do you might have casual Friday, but Monday to Thursday, you show up in a, in a jacket and tie and suit or a nice, um, or they have uniform. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think in the church setting and, and, and this discussion is primarily around the, the church setting is that we've seen 
the lack of decency that goes in and out of church. That is just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And it's unacceptable from the top to the bottom. Yeah, it is. It's unacceptable. And what Paul was simply saying is that women should not be drawing attention to themselves through these things, you know, because beauty really is on the inside. Now, if my pastor is up there preaching and he's wearing a skinny jeans and his private is bulging and his muscle top is showing, am I really going to focus much on the message? Like, how, how do I get around that? Yeah, it's true. How do I get around that? And then you're telling me I need to come up and repent. What am I going to come up and repent about? The fantasies that you were just... <laughs> I, I just I was just fantasizing and you want yeah, me to open exactly. a pen that you've created for me? Yeah. Because the devil knows how to put a package together. And meanwhile, you think you're doing yourself justice by, by coming out there in your fancy clothes. You're causing much distraction. Yeah, you are. You're causing much distraction. You're not, you, 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 you're not part of the solution. You're part of the problem. You can be, but sometimes if people can even though you may be dressed well and and some people may talk and say oh you know you're just trying to stand out by the way you put yourself together but then when people get to know you the walls come down and they realize that there is a person who is approachable and who understands the message and who is uh the the, the real deal and that's the thing you you want to be your authentic self and this is what the bible is saying you should be it's just that it's intimidating to some people because in that authenticity means people have to follow rules and people feel if they have to follow rules or live by standards then somebody is controlling them mm -hmm. and if they're being controlled they have no interest in it they don't want any part of yeah. it they want to be free to just do as they want anything anytime anywhere and that is not what is in the context of today's and I message. think that's the problem because you hear yeah. people say all the time oh they want people to come to church but yet they're condemning people about the way they dress you know what don't make excuses for your behavior so it could become acceptable no right no you 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 have a role to play and you have to play that role you understand what I'm saying? And that's so, what we said in the beginning when we read the scripture. It's a renewing of your mind. Yes. Renewing your mind means even if you may start out thinking that you have that reckless abandon and you can do whatever you want, when you get more of God's message into you, you realize that your mind is being changed little by little. Yeah. And, and those changes are what make you honor the values and look for the standards when you do things which changes your whole perspective. It makes you, um, it makes you inquiring. And as you become inquiring, you, you learn discretion and wisdom because here's another great one, Deb, from Proverbs 11, like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. There you go. Wow. There you go. You're, you're almost left speechless by that because yeah. it's so, so powerful. It just means that you, no matter how beautiful and stunning you may be, if you don't have that discretion, which totally is your persona to determine whether you have class and dignity, then you're really nothing. You're just trash. And you know, Jackie, with so you're many- You're serving yourself up on a garbage pail. Really? Yes. With so many things coming back in style, I can't wait till modesty and decency become a trend again. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because I mean- And I can't wait for people to take their own sense of personal responsibility and yes. not trying to emulate- and What's blame. out there in entertainment yes. and social media and, and blame people and say, oh, well, this is what they say to do. Who are they? Who are they that are setting these standards, telling yes. you to dress a certain way, to look a certain way? Who are they? 
Is it celebrities? Is it yes. your parents? Is it society? And if it's celebrities, let's realize that they make money off of image. Okay. Yeah. And there's a reason they do what they do. They are attention seekers. They're out to push the envelope. We don't have to be them. We can listen to their music, but we don't have to use them as a representation of who we should be and how we should act. Yeah. Often imitated. Never, never duplicated. duplicated. You, can't, yep. you can't do it. Yeah. You know, and one simple truth about modesty, a person must have their heart change before their clothes ever will. Oh, beautiful. And, that's, and that, nice. that's by Jefferson Burke. And, and yeah. it's so true. Because if you don't change the inside, the outside don't matter. That's very true. The outside true. doesn't matter. Yeah. And as Christian, it's our responsibility to raise the moral bar, not lower it. It's our duty to lead our culture towards modesty and decency and not away from it. Yep. And that's the, that's, that's the job of Christians. We have to talk the talk and walk the walk. Yeah, we, that's, we, that's beautiful, Deb, not to inter, interject there at that point. But I think it, that you've heard it said so many times that Christians are to be an example. Yeah. That when somebody sees you happy, well put together, helpful, generous, giving, people want to know who you are. Yeah. Who is that person? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what does a woman, what does a Christian woman wants to be known for? how she dresses, how hot she is, all for the good works that she do. You know, the way she carry herself. Yes. And these are the things that people, people look at, you know, you notice Paul concern to be modest is not for the sake of men, but for the sake of God and not for the sake of, and for the sake of the faith that you profess. If you say you're a Christian, then you have to act like it, not just by going to church and sitting down in that pew and getting that message, but your actions have to be in line. Your words have to be in line. Your dressing have to be in line. Every single thing about you have to be in line from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Yep. And every single piece of food you eat. It's very true. Yeah. Because, I mean, when we're talking about the body, I mean, we could add so many things to it. I mean piercings of the body, tattooing the body, mm -hmm. gluttony in terms of the body. You know what I mean? These things are all mentioned. This is why I love the beauty of, of the scriptures. And I, I love to just read it on, on the smallest of scales. It doesn't have to be some huge commitment. You mm -hmm. just take a portion of it. And as you absorb it, you find that it just really does transform you. It and, does. And it really does change your mind. And you just come out, you know, with, with a refinement, you know, a new way of viewing things, you know, everything seems fresh. It seems exciting. And it just is really a great experience, you know, that I, I think we're hoping that we're stimulating in this segment, you know, to get people to show a little bit more interest in becoming more spiritual and not just of the flesh, you know, where yes. everything is just done because you want to do it because you feel like doing it. I mean, it, it's just amazing some of the scriptures here that really relate to modesty and decency and standards. And even though the Bible is such an old document, you know, we can find things here, you know, uh, on tattoos, for example, you know, mm -hmm. in Leviticus, it says, do not cut your bodies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or put on tattoo marks. There uh, you go. You know, it, it's, it's, it's all there to just sort of say that this is a deprecating way to live. You know what I mean? And I've never been a fan of tattoos, and I'm sorry if it's going to offend some people who are, but I, I cannot understand how people can cover themselves from head to toe with something that is so painful, and it can be, uh, it's not removable if you put something on that you may regret or mm -hmm. that you may have to deal with. It is just something that I just do not see as, uh, as godly. 
with all due respect. I don't see it that way. I agree with you. And even like in Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse five, a woman must not put on men's clothing and a man must not wear woman's clothing. Anyone who does this is detestable in the sight of the Lord, your God. And you know how many of this we have in our society, have a the lot reverse role? We have a lot of it. And, you know? and as I say, this is, this is what God is saying to us. Now, it's, it's up to us to interpret it and, and renew our minds accordingly, uh, if this may not be the current p- position that we take. But it's all here. It's all so beautifully documented, you know, giving you a foundation for how to live your life, how to live it by biblical standards of decency, how to incorporate modesty into yourself so you are pure of heart. Uh, you are uh, strong in your spirit and you become a person that is not just inclined to respond to every emotional uh, thing that comes up in your life, mm-hmm. but you're living according to the will of God and wanting to know his heart becoming a part of your heart, your soul, and your body. You know, and, and this verse commands men and women not to reverse their sexual roles. You know, it is not a statement about clothing styles. Today's ro- role rejections are common. Um, there are men who wants to become women and women who wants to become men. You know, it's not in the clothing style that offends God, but using the style to act out a different sex role. God has a purpose in making us uniquely male and female. Exactly. I mean, you look know? look at the scripture says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. made. I mean, this is such a strong statement. You are knitted together in your mother's womb yeah. the way you are supposed to be. You know what I mean? This is who you are. And God doesn't make mistakes. No. Every one of us has a purpose. We have a role. We have a character. We have unique traits. Mm -hmm. And we are to expose them so that we come across with an appropriate sense of of submissiveness. Mm -hmm. Now, that is not to mean that we are are weak. Uh, It it is to mean that we we revere a higher set of laws Mm -hmm. that set standards in our life. That when it says you fear God, it doesn't mean you hide under the bed when you think of God. It means that you have a reverential Mm -hmm. regard and you put him in such a high position in your life Mm -hmm. that it renews your mind and changes your value system. Amen. Amen. Wow, that was very, very very exciting and and so well received because in today's society we really need to make changes as michael jackson says you have to look yourself in that mirror and make that change yeah you You have to make that change you can't be the same individual year in year out you got to make that change and the clothes don't make the man the man makes the clothes makes the clothes absolutely Okay, so when we're thinking about getting all dressed up, just think for a minute, who am I impressing? What am I going to get out of it? And what does it mean? And that's that's another beautiful point, Deb. I love that point because we're too much people pleasers in this yes. society. And this is a total recipe for failure. And I'm going to say it. If you are a people pleaser, you are going to fail and have a miserable existence. Yes. Learn to please God. Do not please people. They don't deserve that high esteem. You know, to be always someone that you live to satisfy. You know, they will let you down. They will disappoint you. But trusting in God's word will never be a disappointment. It will be a source of strength. So let me close, Deb, with one final scripture. Mm-hmm. That's Proverbs 4, 20, I will listen closely to God's words. I will not let them out of my sight. I will keep them within my heart, for they are life to all who find them and health for the whole body. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Well, we hope you enjoyed this segment of our take on it. It's all about modesty and decency. And we're not here to judge anyone or put anyone down, but we're here to uplift everyone and encourage everyone to to be your true authentic self. Absolutely. My name is Deborah. And my name is Jackie. <laughs>